Hello and welcome to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, your host Liam Caswell. Join me as we lean in, get curious and take strategic and meaningful action to build our high performance nursing careers. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the High Performance Nursing Podcast. Today, um, we're going to focus, this is going to be a short episode and we're going to focus on working through STAR. So you may have listened to my How to Write Your CV or How to Start Working on Your CV podcast episode. This episode will complement your cover letter, selection criteria and your interview prep. But I thought it would be good to have a dedicated STAR episode whereby we can unpack what it is to write in the STAR format because a lot of people find this really challenging. Most people that come to work with me in a coaching setting actually come because they need to develop their understanding of how to write selection criteria. That damn bloody selection criteria is a pain in the butt and it's something that just takes a bit of practice unfortunately. Now I coach people rather than write their selection criteria for them because one, only you can tell your story the best. Um, I can try, but I'm sure I'm not going to do it as much. Um, as much, you know, I'm not going to give it as much as it needs. Um, whereas you're going to be able to tell it through your lens and through your perspective and using your words. Uh, so we all chat differently. We all use different language. So it really needs to sound like it's coming from you. So I coach people through the star. I do not write star for people. Okay. Um, I do go through it in the coaching session whereby we go, we, we unpack what it is to write a star and I will write one of them. Um, but we do that together using your words and your language so that it sounds like you. But anyway, enough about that. Um, why star? So you may have come across star before and star really is the preferred method for responding to selection criteria. The beauty of STAR is that it doesn't just apply to selection criteria, it does also come across into cover letter, depending on what kind of style of cover letter you're writing. And most importantly, it then is how you communicate in your interview. So lots of people get so worried about interview, myself included, but really what I've learned over the years, you know, coaching people, but also sitting on interview panels and going to lots of interviews myself as the job gypsy that I am, I've realized that there are themes, there are trends, and that the best interviews that I've sat on, sat on panels, are those that people come in and they've really got the stuff together. They've got it all worked out, and they've sat down and done the preparation before, and they've gone through the star examples, and they just hit you with it, and god damn, it's impressive. So I want you to do that. I want you to have that success. So let's go through the star together. Before we do that, I want to just dive into a little bit about why this is such a beneficial way to approach selection criteria and interview. I want you to think about all of the systems and processes that we use in our day-to-day work within healthcare. All of the things that are drummed into us, and I mean drummed, for example, ISBAR, but we still don't use it as much as we should, right? Um, I'm not telling anybody. But things like ISBAR, these processes, uh, systems, strategies that we are equipped with 
are there to serve a purpose. They're there for a reason. They're there primarily because we know that when we use them, that we give better handovers, for example, for ISBA, that we improve patient safety, and that we make sure that we are conveying key messages that are required to be handed over to the next shift to deliver the care that's required for the patients. If you think about another system or process or acronym pathway, whatever you want to call it, they're all the same, basic life support. Now, why is it that you think we go through a basic life support algorithm? Now, the same rule applies. It is a process for us to step through so that we reduce adverse events and that we do not miss something as we move forward. So as you work through your BLS algorithm, uh, you might realize that in that moment of providing basic life support, you're a little bit stressed, maybe just a little bit, teensy wincy bit. Um, so the algorithm is there and it's drummed into our brains so that when we are in those moments of chaos and stress, that we're able to function because we know that when we go to those moments of stress and chaos, that we revert back to our baseline knowledge. Yeah, we, we lose all of that fancy extra stuff and we go back to what we need to do in the moment. It's that fight or flight. The same rule, funnily enough, applies to to interviews. So that's why we have a STAR process. So it really is worthwhile. I want to really convey to you that it's worthwhile learning how to do it because it will serve you for the rest of your career in every interview you, you go to. Now let's break down the STAR. So first of all, let's just cover off what the STAR stands for. So S is for situation. T is for task. A is for action. And R is for results. Now, what is the situation? The situation is uh, uh, exactly what happens. Tell us what happened. Okay, tell us in one to two lines maximum what the situation was. Okay, so this is not where we go deep into content and detail. This is an overarching statement. Yeah, Uh, for example, I might say um, the situation was that I was required to assess a deteriorating patient who dropped their oxygen levels and became hypotensive. That is a situation. Then we move into the task. Explain the task that you had to complete. Now, we hate the word task in nursing, but the reality is here it works really well. I often reframe this as role. What was your role? And what was your duty? So what was it in that moment that you needed to do? So if we stick with the same example, I would then say my role in this situation was to assess the patient using my advanced clinical skills and knowledge, such as the ABCDE approach. Yeah. So again, task is really short and sweet. It's not long, detail, narrative focused. It's just quite factual. Action is the next step. So this is where the narrative, the depth, and this is where you really start to sell yourself as a clinician in the selection criteria, but also in the interview. So here you're going to describe the specific actions that you took to complete the task. So this is where you do the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, the how, um, who helped you do it. All of these good little nuggets of gold come into the section and naturally then your action section becomes the biggest part of your of your response. And that's where all the goodness lies. So I often liken it to just t- stepping somebody through a process. So put yourself back in that situation. What did you do? How did you do it? 
Who did you do it with? What skills did you use when you were doing it? And then, you know, getting your, your SFD, your shitty first draft written, then allows you to then look at it um, objectively and then elevate it and start dropping in some of these buzzwords and keywords that you've highlighted from your position description. By doing that, you're then elevating it, you're making it relatable to the role, and you're really starting to sell your unique abilities and skills as a, as a registered nurse. So the action, um, let me give you, I'll have a go at giving you an action. Um, this is unscripted, by the way, so I'll stumble my way through it. But action then looks like this. To achieve this, I started off by working through my ABCDE assessment. Um, by utilizing my critical thinking um, and advanced clinical skills gained from my undergraduate nursing degree at the University of Sydney, I then um, you know, assessed the patient methodically, working through their airway, identifying that there was a, a partial airway blockage. Uh, moving into breathing, I identified by using the stethoscope that they, you know, they had um, bilateral ways and auscultation. Um, the saturations were 84%, so I applied oxygen at 15 litres and on rebreathe to get them to a target of 94 to 98. Circulation, can you see where I'm going? I'm stepping them through what's relevant. I'm not giving them everything, I'm just giving them the key points. And then from action, um, as you wrap that up beautifully and you start elevating that action, you come to result. So result is wrapping it all up in a beautiful bundle and then serving it on a planner. So you're looking at closing off with the result of your efforts. So I always just say, start the sentence with, as a result of my um, methodical and critical patient assessment, I identified that the patient was deteriorating, um, escalated their care in a timely manner and was commended by the nurse unit manager for my prompt action you know, um, and, and focus on improving patient safety. So see how that just seems to beautifully all come together um, by using the STAR. Uh, now, so when you're doing this yourself at home and you're sitting there applying for this job and thinking, oh my goodness, this is too much. There is a process out there to help you and it is start. It is by far the simplest way to break it down. Remember, bite-sized chunks make something so much easier for us to process and work through. So I encourage you to do the following. Read the selection criteria question. Highlight the keywords in the question. Underneath that, create a bit of space. Don't worry about page limits for the time being. Remember, this is your SFD. It's your shitty first draft. Um, and we're going to just then um, have S-T-A-R um, kind of listed there. And then we're going to write our situation. We're going to write our task. We're going to go through the bulk of the action. And then we're going to pull together our result. Once you've got that SFD, we're then going to take it to the next level. And we're going to say, right, can I cull from ST and R? Do I have too much there? Have I told too much of a story? How can I whittle this down so that it's really specific and precise? And then you're going to look at A and you're going to see what you can include there to make it more relevant to the role. And that's where your position description comes back in with all your highlighted points that you can then transfer into your selection criteria. Okay, so now once you've gone through the star and you've got your SFD, 
and you've worked through it and you've elevated it. Now you're going to end up with this beautiful example. Now it's always worthwhile getting someone else to check it over, but I wanted to kind of give you an idea of what it might look like or sound like um, with something that I've previously compiled. So here goes. So selection criteria example. So the question was demonstrated commitment to delivering quality and safe clinical care in accordance with the national standards for safety and quality in healthcare version two. So it's quite a wordy selection criteria, but what I'm picking out there is quality and safe clinical care, national standards. They're the two things that I need to address. So my situation In my capacity as a Falls champion, I have been able to demonstrate my commitment and understanding of Standard 5 Comprehensive Care. T. Task. Over the last two years, I have represented my clinical areas on the Organisational Wide Falls Committee. My main role was to improve compliance with Falls Mitigate Instrument. I'll start again. My main role was to improve compliance with Falls Mitigation Strategies in the Geriatric Ward. Action. Remember, this is my big section. To achieve this, I began by reviewing comprehensive care standards and assessing what gaps we had locally in our practice. Working collaboratively with the multidisciplinary team, I was able to schedule two education sessions for all staff. Within those sessions, I discussed false prevention strategies and how we can improve our care delivery. Drawing upon the local incident reporting data, I was able to form a goal to reduce falls by 50% within 12 months. Result. As a result, with a strategic approach and implementation of false prevention strategies, I was able to lead my team to achieve a 45% reduction in inpatient falls during 2019 and 2020. This reduction was commended by the Director of Nursing and helped contribute to improving patient safety whilst reducing costs associated with falls. Now that example there is something that I took from a education nurse manager selection criteria and that's just a really good example for those of you that are applying for jobs that are a bit more senior whereby you can use data and that is not perfect that response actually reading that again I wrote this about a year ago I would definitely go through that and elevate it even further but there's it gives you an idea as to what it could look like um, and where you should be heading with yours now if you're more clinical focused um, then the same rules apply. The situation, task, action, result, you approach it in the same way. There might just be less data there to inform it. It might be more about communication skills or empathy or patient experience. Yeah? So um, see what you can take from that and transfer into your own writing. So we've gone over STAR today. STAR primarily in relation to selection criteria, but STAR in its essence is exactly the same for interview. And the beauty of getting into the the habit of writing like this is that it helps you talk like this when it comes to doing that dreaded one-on-one face-to-face interview. Um, And we go through STAR again in interview coaching and work through that so that you feel uber prepared with question themes and question responses to those themes that are relevant to the role so that you can go in there confidently and and answer any question that might come your way and star really is the kind of golden ticket to do to being able to do that i hope that's been beneficial for you today um i hope that's complemented your learning and helped you on your way to landing in your role if you're looking for some support you know where to find me 
Um, and until next time, uh, good luck with everything. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you could leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you listen. Please feel free to tag us on social media and make sure you share it with your nursing peers so they don't miss out on all this goodness. Until next time, my high performance friends, stay forever curious. 